You're listening to The Nut, another wrestling podcast. Alright, let's get to it. Welcome back to another episode of the Not Another Wrestling Podcast. CJ Palmasano here, and um, you know, I typically would be get very excited about what's happened in the world of wrestling, and um, and normally I do, and we did have some really cool things that happened this week, but uh, there's just been so much overwhelming news of uh, in the world, just in general, in the past few weeks that um, it's really affected everything that's going on. And I know this is a wrestling podcast, but I can't help but talk about what's going on right now in the world because it directly affects so many shows, not just for wrestling, but for all around the world and different uh, sports organizations and other companies. And we're obviously talking about the coronavirus. And... Um, just briefly, uh, this has, uh, if you don't know what the coronavirus is, I mean, where the hell have you been? Seriously, where the hell have you been? Um, it's scary for a lot of people. Um, people are going insane. They're acting like it's the end of the world. But one thing for sure is don't act like it's the end of the world. Now, I'm, not, I'm not someone who likes to show up my political opinion of anything. Um, and I don't mean to come off as a certain way when I say this, when I say stop listening so much to the media and the news. Stop listening to it so much. I don't want to come off as a certain man in the White House. I may not be a particular fan of that certain man in the White House, but it is true when I say stop listening so much to the news. Just wash your hands, be clean, take every precautionary measure you can. Very serious note as I open the podcast this week, but um, it has to be done. Stop fighting over toilet paper. If you all heard that, it's my text tone. <laughs> uh, stop fighting over toilet paper. Stop trying to make a buck off of Purell hand sanitizer. And really stop trying to make money off of people's fears because people will do this. People will buy that for that ridiculous amount of money. But um, uh, a majority of this podcast is um, kind of going to be what's been going on uh, of how the coronavirus has directly affected the world of pro wrestling. Um, a few things. I will try my best to go over what kind of happened this week. Uh, what's happened with uh, AEW? Uh, touch briefly on what the news of what's been happening. Uh, kind of talk about Elimination Chamber, um, and talk about uh, what's going to happen with WrestleMania now, and everything. And gonna try and talk about everything that's been going on for the most part. But uh, majority of this podcast will focus on how the coronavirus has directly affected the not only the WWE but New Japan Pro Wrestling 
and um, uh, AEW, uh, everything. It's directly affected everything. So I'll start off by saying that, first off, the big, big topic is WrestleMania. WrestleMania, as of now, is scheduled still currently to be held in Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay, Florida on Sunday, April 5th. There were reports that a meeting was going to be held in Tampa Bay uh, with the town. Apparently, this, there was a televised uh, program. I didn't see the programming, from what, I, but what I see, what I've read... That according to the Tampa Bay Times, despite the coronavirus outbreak that has held that has led to the in-season suspensions of not only the NBA, the NHL, and MLS, the Hillsborough County Emergency Police Group has decided against calling off WrestleMania or any events in the area. Tampa City officials held a meeting today to discuss the fate of major events coming up, and Vince McMahon was reportedly at the meeting. Apparently, Vince was at this meeting, but uh, cameras could not get a shot of him. But it's led to believe that he was at this meeting, considering his company's biggest show of the year is going to be in the state of Florida. Here is what the Hillsborough Commissioner, Les Miller, had to say during the press conference earlier today. Right now, WrestleMania is about three weeks. We came to the conclusion that at this point, we don't want to pull the plug. However, we wanted to give it at least a week to see what was going on, going to happen. If WWE was going to do anything at all, if they don't at that point, we, I will suggest that we do come together for an emergency meeting to discuss what we do at that particular point in time. Pretty much the gist of this is, from what I'm getting from it, and what a lot of other people are getting from this, is that they're holding off for now. For now, WrestleMania is is scheduled, is going to go on as scheduled. For now. That doesn't mean it's going to stay. What we pretty much got was nothing. We got no answers to what's going on. But, pretty much, the city of Tampa Bay is leaving it in WWE's hands to address the matter on what to do. And what they're pretty much saying is, if you don't do something, we will do something for you. Now, if this decision to cancel WrestleMania, or at least postpone it, was up to Vince McMahon himself, this would not be happening. Mania is going on regardless of what happens. Vince McMahon, I've said before, is absolutely insane. He is insane. He's a smart guy. He has been responsible for a lot of great moments in pro wrestling, and gotta thank him for that. But he's insane. The man hates sneezing. He hates sneezes. He hates when he has to sneeze, and he hates when everyone around him sneezes. You would think that people would tell Vince McMahon, oh, Vince, um, 
if we go through with this, a lot of people could get sick and they could be sneezing and you think maybe you want to back them off. No, in Vince McMahon's crazy mind, he'd probably be like, no, goddammit, we can't let the sneezes win. That's how insane this man is. And I'm not saying this is a bit. The man legitimately hates sneezing because you can't control it. Go on YouTube, pause this, or when you're done, go on YouTube, look up Paul Heyman talking with Ariel Hawani about how Vince McMahon hates sneezes. Paul Heyman talks about how in the middle of a meeting, they're writing an episode of SmackDown, whatever it was, they're going over the show, Vince sneezes in the middle of him talking, Paul's taking notes, and then he realized Vince stopped talking. And he goes, Vince, you are right? I sneezed. Gesundheit? There is no sneezing. What? There is no sneezing. There can be no sneezing. He hates sneezing. I kind of wonder if Ricochet just sneezed backstage before his match with Brock or or something to kind of make him look like an idiot. Um, but in, in any case, Vince McMahon is a total whack job. And again, if this was up to him, Mania would be going without a hitch. But WrestleMania is only hanging on by a thread. It's not likely that Mania is going to happen. What I see happening is that WWE are going to say nothing. And then Tampa will have to take care of the situation. And also what's been going on the past couple days. There have been conflicting reports. Excuse me. On whether or not the Smackdown Live or Smackdown episode on Fox that's going to be supposed to be held in Detroit, Michigan at the time of this recording tomorrow night. PW Insider were claiming, were reporting that that it was canceled and it was going to be at the Performance Center. WWE flat out said it made a statement and said that it has not been canceled. However, if government officials get involved, you know, matters in their own hands, blah, blah, blah. But WWE on Fox's Twitter page confirmed it themselves. The WWE have confirmed SmackDown will be live from the Performance Center Friday at 8 o'clock, 7 7 Central. You know what I mean. The event was originally scheduled in Detroit, Michigan, and apparently no fans will be allowed in attendance. NXT recently this week had um, their show in the Performance Center, and I didn't get to, again, I didn't get to watch NXT this week. Um... I watched mainly AEW. Uh, I'll get into a little bit of what I thought of some stuff that's happened. Um, you're not really. I'm not really going to get in too in depth with the shows this week. Just some key points and some stuff that's happened. Um, but I was reading an article right before I got on here that uh, apparently the dirty sheets are reporting that Saudi Arabia. Arabia has offered $75 million to move to WWE to move WrestleMania 36 to Riyadh. WWE discussing splitting WrestleMania 36 into two days. So I'll briefly go through this, um, this little article here. Dirty Sheets have now provided an exclusive update on what WWE officials have thought about doing in the case of the city of Tampa decides that WrestleMania can't go on as planned on April 5th. WWE officials have been thinking about posting the event to June or July in Tampa, Florida itself. 
However, safety restrictions will not allow this event to take place in Tampa in June outside at its usual length. Therefore, we won't get the six-hour WrestleMania show in the heat of Tampa Bay. When you think about that, that's actually a pretty good thing. I mean, six, seven-hour mania is too long to begin with. So what WWE has been thinking about, thinking of doing is split WrestleMania 36 into a two-day event. In this case, the first show will take place on April 5th itself, which will take place at the WWE Performance Center and will be main evented by Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship. The second event will feature Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship, Goldberg versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship, The Undertaker versus AJ Styles, and Edge versus Randy Orton, and this will take place at the Raymond James Stadium Current WrestleMania, uh, the current WrestleMania 36 stadium in June. Um, that's a portion of the article here. I mean, I don't think I'd like to think that WWE isn't going to go to Saudi Arabia for WrestleMania. At least I hope they're not going to go to Saudi Arabia for WrestleMania. Um, that's what I really hope for, but I wouldn't put it past Vince McMahon to do that. The other, the other alternative from what I was reading seems a lot more likely and a lot more practical and a better outcome overall. The only issue is there is that if they want to continue with Drew and Brock and, um, Roman and Goldberg, then that means that they would hold on to the championships to April, May, for another three months. And that's just something I'm not about. I really cannot get behind that. So going through the rest of the article, W officials have also thought about moving the entire WrestleMania 36 pay-per-view onto an entirely different city in June, a city that can support WrestleMania for the full six, seventh, uh, seven hour in the months of either June or July. In this case, WWE will continue to do TV and have massively long build up for their WrestleMania matches. If this turns out to be the case, then one has to think Universal Champion Goldberg will will have any matches till then. I think they meant to say won't have any matches till then. Also, if WrestleMania takes place in June, then we'll have two Money in the Bank make winners possibly ready to cash in at the show of shows as Money in the Bank, uh, as the Money in the Bank pay-per-view 2020 will take place in May. And getting to the last page of this article, if my phone can actually cooperate with me here. Saudi Arabia officials have given WWE a $75 million offer for the WrestleMania 36 to take uh, WrestleMania 36 to take place in Riyadh on April 5th. WWE's established established profit from WrestleMania 36 in Tampa is expected to be $78 million. So Saudi Arabia officials have pretty much covered this. WWE isn't considering this offer at the moment as they're still waiting on Tampa officials to decision regardless regarding WrestleMania. If WWE decides to move WrestleMania to Saudi Arabia, then they won't have to worry about any extra costs and are guaranteed an upfront payment of $75 million, the same amount of profit they'll make in Tampa, while the money made 
from WrestleMania in Saudi Arabia will be the same, this move would result in major media backlash for the WWE. So that's the latest report that I have read. Um, well, not latest, but apparently... I'm sorry. What I talked about earlier, that was the latest report, and apparently that article was also 11 hours ago. I'm just skimming through some articles here and some news stories to try and get the, the best effective um, uh, story. Um, so, originally, uh, Ring of Honor uh, had... They had said they were going to be scheduling uh, their shows for this weekend, but ROH has canceled their shows. Um, New Japan have been canceling shows for a while now. Uh, Stardom, which is the, an all-female uh, wrestling organization in Japan, which is owned by New Japan, or at least by the same company, uh, they've been performing in empty arenas. New Japan had to cancel their New Japan uh, World Cup tournament, which happens every year. Um, and other things like, you know, the, uh, the NBA has suspended all of their games for the rest of the season. The NHL, the MLB has delayed their games by two weeks. The XFL has officially suspended their season. Uh, Ronnie Radke, who is the boyfriend of Paige, made a joke on Twitter saying, NBA canceled, NHL canceled, MLB canceled, WWE, use promo code COVID-19 for a free hot dog and half price on your SmackDown ticket. Because, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them that for them to do something like that. But they did cancel the show. But it's pretty damn funny. Um, as regards to other wrestling promotions, like I said, uh, AEW has also been affected by this. Um, there, are two sh- uh, there are two shows the next two weeks were originally supposed to be held in Rochester, New York, and in Newark, New Jersey, uh, which is the same show that uh, Sean and myself and... Uh, former guest Nate, good buddy, and uh, me and Sean's buddy Stiggy, um, who we've talked about on the podcast before, um, uh, who we went to WrestleMania with, we were supposed to go on March 25th. But um, the show for Rochester, New York, has been relocated to Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, I don't know whether or not if fans will be in attendance for this, but as far as the Newark show, there's a thread of tweets that AEW had announced. This is uh, after the slide of tweets with Rochester, New York. So it starts off saying, In addition, the Dynamite show on March 25th at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey will be relocated to a new venue, which will be announced shortly. Um, This show will be televised live on TNT on March 25th and be mandated under a restricted attendance policy. The Dynamite Show in Newark will be rescheduled for Wednesday, July 22nd at the Prudential Center. Fans who have already purchased tickets to the Newark Show will be offered a refund via the point of purchase or have their original ticket valid for admission to the event on July 22nd. Additional details will be forthcoming. We appreciate your understanding as the safety and well-being of our fans and talent is always our top priority. We will continue to closely monitor this evolving situation related to the COVID-19 and be guided by government officials, health organizations, and venue management. Um... I mean, when you look at all this, it's some real serious shit that's going on in the world right now. Um, I mentioned earlier that, 
you know, don't listen to the media so much and, you know, they're blowing things out of proportion. Um, and that's true. They really are blowing things out of proportion here. But I think you also need to just stay calm. Like I said, you need to wash your hands, be clean. It shouldn't have taken a global outbreak to be like, oh shit, I gotta wash my hands. I need sand sanitizer. I need toilet paper because I need to wipe my ass. And People are morons. Just, they're just... I saw something from Bully Ray uh, that he tweeted last night. And he said, fear is the real virus. And that's absolutely 100% true. So, as I've gone through all that information with the coronavirus generally affecting um, the world and world of pro wrestling, and, you know, there are also uh, uh, closings of uh, Broadway, um, of uh, Disneyland, and... uh, Disney World will probably soon close come. Um, President Trump has also announced a 30-day ban, uh, ban uh, from Europe to the States and vice versa. Um, U.S. citizens who are in Europe uh, obviously would be a top priority to get home, but they need to get home ASAP because the effect goes Friday, uh, is effect on Friday at midnight. And um, that is another big reason that gets into WrestleMania is that a big portion of that crowd is a European crowd. The only people who are not really affected by this in that area are the United Kingdom and the countries surrounding that. Um, It generally affects uh, the show because you don't really have that WrestleMania crowd or that post-Mania crowd for the Raw after WrestleMania, NXT TakeOver and SmackDown Hall of Fame. The big uh, negative with WrestleMania being canceled is that it's going to affect a lot of businesses around the city. WrestleMania is no longer just a one-day event anymore. It's become a week-long event, vacation, because you have WrestleMania access. Uh, With a few years, you've had the NXT TakeOver shows, Raw after WrestleMania, SmackDowns uh, recently in the past few years. Um, you have other independent promotions trying to come in and uh, work shows. You know, Ring of Honor uh, always usually has the Supercard of Honor show, what they do with New Japan, uh, DDT Pro Wrestling from Japan, um, Joey Janela Spring Break, uh, I'm blanking on some of the uh, Joey Ryan's uh, Penis Party. No, I'm not kidding. That's really what his wrestling indie show is called, Mania, Mania Weekend. And if you're unfamiliar with Joey Ryan, just look up Joey Ryan. He's the dick flip guy. Famous dick wrestler Joey Ryan. Ha ha. <laughs> um, progress. Uh, progress. Uh, evolve. They also run shows around the city of uh, WrestleMania. There's also uh, there's WrestleCon, which is a completely different kind of, of convention from WrestleMania access. It has nothing to do and is not affiliated with the WWE. Um, I mean, just last year, New Japan and Ring of Honor held ran, uh, ran Madison Square Garden the night before WrestleMania. Um, and again, uh, you know... Right now, yeah, you're probably going to lose a lot of money. Um, you probably are going to lose a lot of money because the WWE and these bigger companies, they'll be fine despite the fact, but these lower-scale companies of wrestling and 
kind of people, independent wrestlers, kind of like betting on themselves, they're going to lose out on a lot of money, and that's a shame. Um, but I think the most important thing are the health and well-being of wrestlers and the fans in general. Um, I have said that, you know, I wish I could have gone to WrestleMania. I, I said I was glad that I didn't get tickets for WrestleMania because of The Fiend losing to Goldberg and, and all that, but... um. But now I'm really glad I'm not going because of this 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 outbreak, this global uh, pandemic. And um, it's hard not to talk about what's going on with this uh, with the coronavirus um, in wrestling because it just generally affects everything that's going on in the world. Um, I was texting with Sean earlier today. And uh, he'd asked me, you know, what's the likelihood that AEW will cancel uh, Blood and Guts, the name of the Newark show? I was a little more optimistic, and I said very low because, you know, they only work one show a week, and um, they have less people to worry about and run less shows, whereas WWE and the uh, the NBA and MLB, they have more people to worry about. Um and they run the WWE runs more big shows, and there are multiple games happening with all these sports organizations. Um, then I saw a tweet from Governor Murphy of New Jersey saying um, that he highly recommended uh, the cancellation of any concerts, sporting events, public uh, events of 250 people or more. So, Prudential Center had released a statement saying that you know they support the decision of the NHL and all that, and. That they'll be going forward can, uh, canceling, postponing any events happening. And that's when AEW had also announced that they would be postponing uh, the Rochester, New York, and the Newark, New Jersey show. But I'd also texted Sean and said, and, uh, excuse me, and Ed and Joe, that I guarantee AEW will say something about their shows coming up before WWE does about WrestleMania. And if you bought a ticket for WrestleMania, I understand if you want to go. I understand if, you know, you paid a lot of money and maybe you won't be able to get a whole lot of money on your trip. Um, I get it. But your health is more important. Your well-being is more important. And you should not go to WrestleMania if it's still on. I will seriously, seriously judge Tampa, Florida and the WWE and Vince McMahon overall that if they go ahead as planned. Because it wouldn't be the first time if WWE decided to go ahead with a show when there are strong suggestions that there shouldn't, that they shouldn't go. Remember the Crown Jewel show? Sean and I covered that, and the uh, the journalist, the Turkish journalist, Jamal Jakoji, who was seen going into a hotel, never seen leaving the hotel, and he was found uh, dead, but not only just dead, massacred, his body chopped up into pieces. And it's no secret that the Turkish, uh, that the Turks and the Saudis don't like each other for years and years and years. Um... The Saudi government was flat out asked, did you do it? And the prince said, no, we don't know anything about this. And then kind of afterwards, they're just like, 
Nah, yeah, we did it. We we did it. We we killed him. And WWE still went ahead with the show. Um That's when a lot of people started to not want to go to these Saudi shows, including, you know, Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan. Sami Zayn's not allowed to go because he's of Syrian descent. Um Alistair Black is not allowed to go to due to his tattoos being seen too satanic. Um I don't know what the WWE is going to do as far as WrestleMania. But if I was doing this, if I was handling this, I would say, put out a statement and say that WrestleMania has been postponed. That it has been, not canceled, postponed. And find a new venue or... Do the two-day thing that you... Like the report from the Dirty Seats are reporting that they would do one part of the Performance Center where the show be headlined by Charlotte and Rhea Ripley and the other going back to Raymond James Stadium with those big headlining matches that I mentioned earlier with Lesnar, McIntyre, Goldberg, Reigns, etc. Um, and just do that. A longer build for WrestleMania? Cool. Um, it sucks because... WrestleMania is coming soon, but it doesn't really feel like WrestleMania is around the corner, honestly. It hasn't felt like that. It felt like that last year. It felt like that. If it, it, it felt like that for the past few years, but this year, for some reason, it just it's not feeling that way. Um, and I think that had to do with more of the booking of WWE and what's been going on with Raw and SmackDown way before the whole coronavirus thing. Way before that. So... I would move it to another location or I would do the other option of breaking up into two days. But to, because to be perfectly honest, WrestleMania should be two days to begin with. New Japan did it with Wrestle Kingdom. They had two great shows back to back and it was massively successful. Because you cannot run a six, seven hour long show and that includes a two-hour-long pre-show. I said on this podcast with Sean after WrestleMania last year, I did not get home until 1 in the morning. And I had to go to work the next day and get up at 6 o'clock to get ready. I took my girlfriend home. I drove home. I drove her back. I had to maneuver my way to get out of there, to get out of that parking lot, because that was insane. Sean had a much, much worse story, and that's still up on our archives if you still want to listen to Sean's ridiculous uh, story of how he was trying to get home from NJ Transit that night. And it's a long show to begin with. Regardless of, you know, ending at like midnight to almost one in the morning... I understand you want to get people on the show. You want to get people on the card. You want to, it's the biggest payday of the year, and you want to get your entire roster on there. But if there's nothing creatively for them, you can't just shoehorn them in for the sake of having them in. If you have, like, take Andrade, the U.S. champion, for example. If you have no storyline for Andrade or an opponent for Andrade come WrestleMania, don't shoehorn him into the WrestleMania card. 
You should focus on, I think to me, WrestleMania should be about at max four hours. You know what? At max, five hours. Five hours. That's plenty of time. Get all the show, all the matches you want to get in, all the storylines you want to get in. Five hours, it may be cutting it a bit, but I think that's plenty of time to have a really good, really great WrestleMania card. But with the way WWE has been doing this, since WrestleMania 32, I want to say, maybe 31, I don't know. I can't really recall because that one started so early in the afternoon for us because it was in California at that time. But I think at this point, Mania should just be two days. Break it up into two days because this is getting ridiculous at this point. You cannot keep having WrestleMania so goddamn long when wrestling fans, not everybody who goes to WrestleMania is on vacation. Some people got to go to work the next day, especially at being on a Sunday. But I guess to kind of wrap up with this, because I've been talking about this for a little over half an hour now. All I have to say is, WWE, Vince McMahon, I know you're not listening. You probably don't even know I exist. You probably think I'm just another stupid smart mark who thinks he knows what he's talking about. But I know right and wrong. And most people in this world should know what right and wrong is. And Vince McMahon, you are a billionaire. You are going to make money beside yourself. You are going to make money for WrestleMania. It may not come when you want it exactly, but you're going to make money. You make money from ticket sales. You make money from merchandise sales. You make money from network subscriptions. Sure, the numbers aren't that high, but you're the biggest wrestling organization in the entire world, and you are going to make money no matter what. No matter what. That's why the WWE is never going to go out of business. At least not right away. I think if WWE were ever to go bankrupt, it would be a long, long, long time. And I'd probably be an old man by the time that happens. If this shit keeps up with the horrible booking. I think, and I think, Vince McMahon should cancel WrestleMania on April 5th, postpone it to another day, break it up into two days, or I will, or I could settle moving to another location and doing the long WrestleMania, whatever. Because the fact of the matter it is, your wrestlers, your fans, and your other empl- uh well, wrestlers aren't employees because they're independent contractors, but your other employees as far as commentators, ring announcers, ring crew, producers, writers, production truck guys, and the the health and well-being of the employees of the venue you are working at, and the health and well-being of the city and the state and just the country and the world. You cannot put that at risk all because you can't stand sneezing. Do the right thing for once. You went to Saudi Arabia with all of that controversy. Your friend, the President of the United States, has left a travel ban from Europe to the U.S. 
listen to him if he needs to talk to you. It shouldn't take the President of the United States personally calling you and saying, hey, Vince, you can't go through a WrestleMania on the on the 5th of April. You just can't. You can't act like a little kid who doesn't get what he wants. And you need to be aware of what's going on in the world beside your own. Besides your own. So do the right thing. Postpone WrestleMania. We can live without it that day. And as... And again, I did say the, the media is making the virus, the coronavirus, a much bigger deal than it actually is. You still don't want to get it. And you still need to be precautious. You still need to take every action you can to not get it. So, that being said, please, wash your hands. Don't go around touching anything that you know you weren't really sure where it was. I know hand sanitizer isn't the best pure effective way, but if you have pure all the pure all that kills 99.9% of germs, do that if you can't wash your hands right away. Do that if you work in a heavily populated area like Manhattan, like I do. If you have try to avoid taking public transportation, try. Um but and if you are not feeling well, stay home. Stay home. Um, now more than ever, uh, companies should not be uh, busting people's balls about them not feeling well because you don't want to get this virus. You have an underlying illness? Like myself, I have asthma. So if I have it, I could get really sick by it. I could. Knock on wood. But I'm not too worried. I'm not going to act like the world is ending. I'm not going to act like this is it. Because it's not. We have been able to pull through as a country, as a nation, as people in this world that we'll be okay. And we will be okay. I know the Beatles say come together. Maybe kind of stay away from me right now. (laughs) Just as far as touching and all that. But we have to stay calm. You have to wash your hands. Stop taking so much water and paper towels and and toilet paper. I, I'm just not going to get over that fact. In the past few minutes, I've been ranting more about the coronavirus than I have about actual pro wrestling. Sorry if this is more of a everyday-to-day type of podcast today, tonight, whenever you're listening to this. But it has to be said. It has to be talked about. Because if it generally affects pro wrestling, then we have, I have to talk about it. And um, I guess um, anything else, I'll, I'll briefly go over some of the things that happened this week. Um, apparently that uh, Rob Gronkowski, uh, according to PW Insider, uh, is pretty much close to signing a deal with the WWE. Um, and then WWE had to announce it on backstage that he's close to signing a deal. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not exactly sure how I feel about Rob Gronkowski being a wrestler. Um, 
I will say he's a big name, so people will watch just for him. I mean, people watch for Brock and Ronda Rousey, and people would watch for Conor McGregor if he ever wanted to come get involved with it. So I will say that um, for a star purpose, I think it has a lot of potential. Uh, and he wasn't too half bad in the WrestleMania uh, uh, armbar, Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Helping Mojo Rawley win that year. Um, I'd have to wait and see, pretty much, for Rob Gronkowski to see how he does. Um, AEW this week, uh, Cody Rhodes had a match with Ortiz, which he won the match. And Jake the Snake Roberts had walked out into the crowd with his new client, Lance Archer. I talked about last week that uh, I kind of would have wanted to see Brody Lee in that position rather than Lance Archer, but um, but I think Lance Archer and, and I, I really, really liked this debut, and I thought it was very effective. Um, sure, AEW's been doing a lot of the, uh, you know, come in, attack type of debuts, which work really well, but I thought this was a nice change of pace, and I liked this, you know, everyone was reacting, everyone was going nuts, it was a nice change of they were kind of stalking Cody, and they were scouting him out, and they were strategizing against him. So I really, really liked how they presented Lance Archer. Um, and again, if you're not familiar with Lance Archer's work, go watch his, some of his recent work in New Japan. It, it was absolutely great stuff. Um, I will be the first to admit that when Lance Archer won the IWGP Heavyweight, uh, I'm sorry, IWGP US Championship, I was not really familiar with his work. Um, I like New Japan, and I try to watch as much as I can. But I'm not going to claim that I know everybody on the roster. But him signing to All Elite Wrestling, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, the Exalted One from the Dark Order apparently is going to be announced next week. Uh, before the cancellation or postponement, if that's even a word, um, of the Newark show. And I also saw that AEW tweeted that Nick Jackson, uh, Nick Jackson sorry, will be out indefinitely uh, for wrestling. It made me think maybe Brody Lee's going to be the leader of the Dark Order, and maybe Matt Hardy would step in for the Elite. Because as much as everybody wants Matt Hardy, broken Matt Hardy, yes, <laughs> uh, to be the leader of the Dark Order, I think that just turns Dark Order babyface. I think it'll be all about Matt Hardy, and it won't necessarily be about the Dark Order anymore. But I would rather put in Brody Lee as the leader of the Dark Order and have him as a heel. Because right now, Matt Hardy has so much sympathy from pro wrestling fans. Yes, I, I think the whole Broken Matt Hardy character would work very well with the whole Dark Order shtick. But I think Broken Matt Hardy, on his own, could be better than him with the Dark Order. I think Broken Matt Hardy, on his own, will be more over than the Dark Order. It'll kind of be like, kind of a different situation, but I, I simil it's similar to the situation of when Paul Heyman, a few years back, was looking for a new Paul Heyman guy. And everyone was speculating who, speculating who it was. CM Punk was on a hiatus. Brock was on, a, on his hiatus for, until he came back for SummerSlam. And his Paul Heyman guy was Curtis Axel. 
Now, Curtis Axel at the time was getting a pretty decent push. He won the Intercontinental Championship. He looked pretty good in his matches. But Paul Heyman, his manager, was more over than the wrestler. And typically, that's not the case. The manager should not be more over than the wrestler. The wrestler should obviously be more over than the manager. And the manager should compliment the wrestler to get them more over. But Paul Heyman was just more over than Curtis Axel. And I think you'd have a similar situation if Matt Hardy joins the Dark Order. I think Matt Hardy will be, if he's the exalted one, broken Matt Hardy, whoever is the exalted one, I think he'd be more over than the Dark Order and no one would care about anybody else in the Dark Order except Matt Hardy. So that's why I think broken Matt Hardy should be on his own in AEW and I think Brody Lee should be the the leader of the Dark Order. This puts Brody Lee in a good position. Um at the leader of a faction, makes him feel like a big deal, and Matt Hardy's already a big deal on his own. And people have enough sympathy for Matt Hardy right now that he's going to be treated as a babyface. And I don't think they want the Dark Order to be a babyface group. They want it to be a heel faction. John Moxley did a uh, sit-down interview with uh, good old JR Jim Ross. Says he's ready for blood and guts and sends a warning to the inner circle. Um, Again, a lot of this stuff is going to change due to the cancellation of the show. Uh, Hangman Page's uh, mystery partner ended up being Dustin Rhodes. Beginning of the show, uh, Hangman Page was Tony Schiavone of the Young Bucks. He wanted the Young Bucks specifically there. Uh, and it was kind of hinted that Matt or Nick could be the tag team partner of Hangman Page. And he goes to Matt Jackson like, oh, no, no, it's not you. I don't trust you at all. No way I would want you to be my tag team partner. Uh, only because apparently Kenny Omega is not medically cleared to wrestle. Um, I think Kayfabe is not medically here to wrestle. He still came in to make the save for Cody from Ortiz and uh, from Dustin and Hangman at the end of the match between Guevara, uh, Guevara and uh, Chris Jericho. And um, Cody, uh, Dustin had said that, Hangman Page, I am your partner whether you like it or not because I am tired of the inner circle's bullshit antics. Um... Towards the end of the match, the inner circle was getting the numbers game. Cody came out to try and make the save. Kenny tried, came out to try and make the save, but the numbers game was too much. Hangman Page tried to get the better of the inner circle, but it was actually Matt Jackson who made the save to Hangman Page. Previous to last week, like Hangman Page making the save to, uh, to, uh, to the Elite, and Dustin Rhodes and everybody, they were going to powerbomb Hangman Page through the table off the stage like they did to John Moxley last week. But Mac Jackson just coming in with super kicks left and right, coming everywhere. And he's and Hangman Page is on his knees, or he's trying to stand up, and beside himself and loopy, Matt Jackson stares him down and flips off Hangman Page, just like Hangman Page flipped off Matt Jackson. I'd have to say, as far as the best build stories going on in pro wrestling right now, it has to be this inner turmoil of what's going on with the Elite and AEW. And it has to be, because uh, originally I speculated and I said to Sean that before the Newark show was canceled, I figured Brody Lee, again, I think Brody Lee will be the, will now be the leader of the Dark Order. And I think Matt Hardy would have replaced Nick Jackson in the match due to him being out of action indefinitely. So they say. Um, I guess trying to see what else happened this week. Uh, Edge returned. Uh, which apparently was the weakest segment of Monday Night Raw. Well, not weakest segment of Monday Night Raw, but the weakest segment of the Randy Orton-Edge feud. Uh, MVP had come out to try and make 
a new client is trying to make Edge's new client. Um, and he RKO'd Randy Orton himself. He had a concerto to MVP to try and send a message to Randy Orton. The crowd chanted one more time, and Edge sufficed and uh, replied, and and uh, he <laughs> he beat up uh, MVP, poor MVP. Um, NXT this week, Charlotte Flair 